All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode of Lyle's Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is the Chief. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Gunner, you're here, too. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Good. And Chase, how are you, little brother? Uh, as somebody pointed out, my Broncos lost to an 0-5 team, so <laughs> I could be doing better. <laughs> Well, Ooh. I'm sorry about that. My my Owen sixteen is still uh yeah. My Niners aren't getting it done, but I'm very excited because we benched Brian Hoyer, so now we can actually have a future with CJ Beffitt. So I'm excited. Then since you guys are just so excited, I'll just start things off with the flash. This is the second episode of the season. Barry Allen's back. Everybody's happy. Gypsy's here, she's here in this Amazing dress to brighten up Cisco's one 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 day. Uh Caitlin is totally back to being happy go lucky. Caitlin, no worries, no killer frost. Everything's copacetic. Iris is dealing with some issues and she wants some encouragement, meaning some couples therapy. And Joe is just wondering what the heck is going on with Kid Flash's hair. Fellas, let's go. Uh, what, what do you think about this one? <laughs> Kid flashing hair, dude. First thing I think that I was like, why they straighten the brother's hair? What happened to his fade? Like, I thought it was cool to have Kid Flash with a fade. They did it all like really two seasons, really three, right? He's been around for a while. He's been Kid Flash for one. Cool. Now all of a sudden, did the Speed Force freaking make his hair straight? Is Speed Force racist? What's going on? What's happening? Like I'm pissed. So then when he puts on his, you know, the costume that we only see straight hair, did did somebody complain? I don't know. I wasn't anybody black, I'm sure. Just moving on. So that's one flaw in the episode I got. The other flaw is oh, they went a little too far. Oh, yeah, there's plenty more. I don't mind the whole sappy one 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 day. It's cool to see Gypsy have a sappy side. Um, but you know that whole super suit with the Iron Man thing going on and the why would you need any of that stuff? That was very strange. So, and then they took it a little too far with the humor in that situation and I'm like, you know, kind of don't need the happy-go-lucky humor just interjecting in here randomly for long periods of time when it's only an hour show. Jay, what about you? I I I actually enjoyed a little bit of comedy in in the show. Um, I I I also pretty. I mean, I don't know how Gypsy and Cisco got that close in six months. I thought they weren't supposed to be traveling all over Carnation, but uh, I guess a lot changes in six months, and we haven't been uh, given a proper flashback to that. Um, what else? Uh, I, I enjoy the couple's therapy humor, and then when it got serious, I'm like, yeah, that, that's a legitimate gripe. Uh, I think she's got got it. She had to have a point, you know. Hey, you just mm-hmm. kind of bounced on me for no reason. I mean, you, you didn't even consult with me. You just said, you know, bounce, bump it. I'm going to the Speed Force. Enjoy yourself, Iris. Yeah, that, that's a legitimate gripe. Yeah, especially yeah. when Cisco makes a Nerf ball six months later. We could have done this earlier. Well, I mean, hey, he, he, it was a quick, it was a quick fix. He had six months to think about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, but again, uh, the baddie, I thought, you know, okay, we have a bunch of new metahumans coming out. Okay, that, that's promising. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I have not gotten jaded about where the season's going, so I, I enjoyed my little humor episode. Let's see where next week goes. All right. So my only concern so far with this season is that they're going to do, like, season four of Arrow and go way too far with the goofy humor that doesn't quite work. Now, this is a little bit better with Flash because it's always been more lighthearted, but I don't need so much goofy stuff. Like, if they had done the super suit one episode and the therapy another episode, I think that will work a little bit better because it wasn't just all at once. And, yeah, that was, that was my whole thing. And I like the fact that we've got this new way to invent supervillains on the show thanks to the thinker. I really like that because I was tired of the meteor freak of the week, sorry, particle accelerator causing new villains to show up three years after right. the fact. So that was good. Right. Chief, what do you think like, about this, man? 
Um, I mean, I agree uh, with the way the new villains are coming. Um, the hair was, and it was funny because I was when I first when I tried to first try to watch the episode, I was coming in and out of sleep, and I saw Kid Flash's hair, and I meant to, you know, I remember thinking before I faded off to sleep, like, nah, you know, <laughs> your eyes were wrong. <laughs> so I. I came in from work. I've been thinking about it all day at work. I'm like, yo, that was, you know, and I came in and I said, I got to see if this is true. And I watched the episode today and I was like, oh my goodness. Like the young jock hair, school of hair. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I found the Tesla scene. I, I like the Tesla scene. Uh, what else was good about this episode? Um, uh, I'm really a sappy dude. The, the love is always, you know, Entertaining. I guess they got to give the 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 soft side. Um, does anyone seem like Barry took a a step back mentally though? What do you mean? Like he seemed kind of like like not really humor, but kind of doofy. Yeah, Did you, supposed I mean, to be like you know happy I mean? go lucky. Like, yeah, and then also like, yeah, knowing I mean old Barry. Yeah, you know what? Old Barry would have read that manual, Speed Force style. You know, Speed style done right. He's like, oh, I'll read it later. I'm not a dork anymore. You know what I mean? I, I haven't seen the scientific dude. It just it seems a little different. Like they, 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 yeah. they're playing them different this season. Um, Do you remember this, season this four Arrow? How they played Oliver Queen? He was yeah. totally not brooding, and he was all, hey, Felicity, I made breakfast for you. Check out my omelet. It's so awesome. Yeah. There was none of that dark Oliver Queen. And I think with Barry, you're probably noticing it more because it's like, hey, dude, you are at the perfect level of funny, humor, smart. But if you go a little bit past that, then you seem really goofy. So I think that's kind of the tipping point that you notice with him, just like it was with Oliver. So so we've all seen Flash. Now, I, I got sucked in. I was not planning to review this show this season but i decided to watch the season premiere of supergirl from two weeks ago and actually in the immortal words of my cousin thought it wasn't that bad so supergirl was kind of moping around because the loser boyfriend monel of hers was disappeared he's gone he's into the phantom zone and now she's in a really crappy mood and doesn't have time for anybody and she's just like, I'm just going to be Supergirl because Kara Danvers gets hurt and blah. And everybody's like, come on, Supergirl, we need you to smile again. We need Kara back. And eventually, after a little bit more wearing down and encouragement from everybody, Supergirl finds her smile again, just in time for a new villain to potentially surface. And we got the debut of Morgan Edge, who's played by... One of my favorites from Heroes, uh, Adrian Pazdar, who you know probably better as Nathan. And he also starred in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as General Tablet. Right away, I liked him more in this because he's kind of playing more of that sleazy businessman. Supergirl's always been that one show on the CW network to wear its liberal heart on its sleeve. So there are all kinds of immediate allegories to sexism, uh, harassment. And a Neanderthal kind of villain guy thinking that women aren't as smart, as powerful and ruthless as he is, which in the context of Supergirl works better than it would in some other shows. So, Chief, what do you think about the first one? And then break it down on what happened on the second one. Uh, so the, the rest of the guys, you didn't see it? No. I didn't? No. Uh, man, I uh, you know, uh, once again, it was, you know, the, the love story thing. The action wasn't bad though. Um, uh, she, she was flying so around. It, 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 was pretty, actually, it wasn't a bad episode, and then it introduced, I guess, that new girl who lifted the uh, the crane right. off the off her daughter. Right. So it'll be good to see where that goes. Um, and then we were just talking last week about how uh, last season the the other billionaire guy that was sort of her oh. Lex Luthor disappeared last season yeah. for whatever reason. And then they brought in another billionaire guy. I guess maybe he asked for too much money or something during the off season. Who knows? And uh she's got, you know, a, a new guy that, that hates her and wants to see her demise. 
Yeah, I think it'll be a decent season this year. Um, I didn't, you know, I think it'll be a decent season. It it it, it looked to be. Uh, I mean, you got a little bit of everything. You got, you know, your action. You got your 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 your, your love. You got your aliens. You got humans. You, you got everything. It should be decent. Yeah. And, and uh, and the second second show was not bad either. Hmm. I was surprised. Yeah, I, I was think, off that I'm not watching the show. Yeah, but it was it was decent. At least the first one, and it seemed like they had set it up in a way where it was like, okay, I think they've kind of fixed some of the problems. I know eventually Monel's going to come back and ruin everything, but for now, with him gone, it's at least encouraging. It's like, all right, I see where you guys are are heading, and it seems like the ride I'm going to take with you guys, at least until Monel comes back and he makes Supergirl act silly again. Is ninety percent so, of the show relationships, and then maybe 5% action and then 5% commercials. But the, the uh, relationship no. is gone. Yeah, it's gone. They talked That's about good. Maggie and Alex's wedding, but man, it was that wasn't the overwhelming subplot for the episode, so that was, I feel like that was balanced out a lot better than in previous episodes where it was like, hey, did you know Alex is now a lesbian? And hey, this is her new girlfriend, Maggie. Let's to spend more time getting to know them. Now it's just right. kind of like they're doing their thing and it doesn't have to be the entire episode and oh yeah, Supergirl punches out somebody in the end. Those are much better right. Thank God. Yeah, because the show's called yeah. Supergirl, so you know, that'd be cool. Not right. not Friends <laughs> and then Supergirl. Like, yeah, when, I, so... when I decided to like not watch anymore was when I, I've said this in previous episodes uh, when they had Jimmy Olsen put on a Guardian helmet and shield and all that weirdness. I'm like, you know what? You've lost me. Goodbye. I mean, because I, I was really not prepared to write about Supergirl, but I enjoyed it enough that I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just write it, and let's see where it goes with the season. Maybe at some point I'll stop, but at least for now, I'm, I'm actually invested and interested in seeing what happens, which is a major accomplishment for a show that I was – all set to fear the Walking Dead walk off. What's the distinction between what's the bar that separates Legends of Tomorrow from Supergirl for you? Supergirl actually has plots. I just don't like the plots. What the hell? Whoever's writing that is like all the leftovers from the writer's strike at Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know what happened. You know, remember when Heroes got really crappy? Them. Yeah. 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 It's really bad too. And then the writer's strike happened, yeah. and then you're like, ooh. You're like, I'm listening out on Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> hey, hey guys, where I've been are reading. you? Oh, we're in our boat. Well, give me your uh, your uh, location so we can come to you. Okay. Yeah. I'm that dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that going wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right, all right. So did anybody catch Friday's episode of Inhumans, or is it just me? Standing alone watching this show. Of which one? Inhumans? Inhumans. I was going to, but, you know, then a thing came up. And and, and then I could. All right. Yeah. All right. So this episode had Medusa and company, like, really start to reunite. Because it's already at the halfway point of the season. So they can't waste too much time in this long, drawn-out thing. I still don't think the plot for this season has been really smart because nobody cares about the Inhumans to worry about them being apart from each other. So for the most part, this episode was decent. There were some cool moments with Medusa, who's been kind of shortchanged. So she has some nice scenes with this human scientist who actually became interesting this week. Black Bolt escaped and reunited with Medusa, and they had a nice moment where he's like, yo, I like you better with hair. Um, So then you also have Gorgon, who decides, hey, you humans aren't too bad, and I will fight to help protect you guys. Maximus continued to mope, and Crystal met up with the dude and tried to get some help from Lockjaw from the world's least effective veterinary tech. And, most importantly, Carnap decided to get in touch with his human side. More importantly, the weed grower, uh, who for some magic reason decided she was super attracted to him and his awkward behavior and wanted to hook up with him. 
that thing was terrible. It even had like the old cheesy nineties teen romantic movie music going. And it was oh, really God. really terrible. I mean it was like bad. And like it was one of those like, man, that thing was terrible. I thought she was trying to sell us on a washing machine. Now, yeah, I'm reminding us why we made the right call. Yeah, seriously. I feel like if I can't sleep, I'm going to call Jeff and ask him to explain it in the humans episode. No, I read the review on Jeffrey Lyles Files on LylesMovieFiles.com. And I um, was like, yeah, good. I'm glad I didn't see that. And then moved on, scrolled past the rest of on my Facebook so um i was like yeah no 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 i'm good okay i'm clearly not going to sell you guys on this now i know everybody was excited about last uh a week ago today the season premiere of arrow and now when we last left arrow and company there were about 12 dudes and women who could have gotten killed in the explosion that Prometheus said is his ultimate revenge against Tyler Queen and his family. Little did Prometheus know that Team Arrow is adept and highly skilled at avoiding any and all explosions. So the possible people who could have gotten killed only Oliver's baby mama met the Grim Reaper. And so now Oliver is a single parent and he's learning how to be a father. And his son has nightmares of the bad man, who is the guy dressed in the Green Arrow costume. And Felicity is kind of like, yeah, I'm ready to get back in this relationship with you. What are you going to do about your kid, though? And Thea's in a coma, so she actually had a little bit of repercussion. Uh, Diggle, for some reason, has PTSD over explosions popping off around them, which makes him now unable to shoot bad guys as they close in to kill him. And and Dinah has this really cool Black Canary outfit now, and she's got these hot, cool highlights. So, yes, for her new look, uh, Wild Dog's back in a terrible outfit, and he got yeah. taken out pretty quickly. And Mr. Terrific still has the fastest unbraid-to-braid hair in the history of Thank you. TV shows. <laughs> that is his real superpower. That is and actual superpower. And back. Yeah. And Black Siren is back on the scene, and she's working with some mysterious figure who knew right at the moment that Prometheus was going to blow up the island so he could go in and rescue her. I had some problems with this episode of of Arrow, as you couldn't have already told. There's yeah. a problem. Like, we needed somebody else to get killed. My My top choice, of course, was Felicity, but I knew nobody was going to go for it. I kind of felt like mm-hmm. having her be the one that went into a coma would have been better because then it would be like, hey, all this stuff that we used to do with Felicity, we can't. And please, Felicity, come back to me. Like, that could have been some nice moments. And then when she wakes up, and you know, right before the big crossover, it's this big moment. Instead, it's Thea, who was essentially written off the show earlier last season anyway and literally just came back in time to get caught and get into a coma. And so I didn't like that. Mr. Terrific was just kind of there. I still don't understand why he only uses one T-Spear instead of three. Quentin had this big secret that, hey, I shot the woman that looked like my daughter to save my teammate. But he's carrying some sort of weird survivor's guilt. Anyway, I like both Black Canary, Black Siren, and Black Canary. But the rest of it was eh. And I don't like them going back to the hey, Harvard Queen, our mayor, is really Green Arrow. I feel like we've seen that subplot before. The way we have. Jace, what did you think about it? Uh, I think we did the whole Arrow is uh, Oliver Queen in the first season, the third season, and, you know, every other season. I mean, he's not Iron Man. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> this, that, that, that's going... Uh, uh, Alicity needs to go bye-bye forever. It needs to end. It it needs to go in the trash heap like Clark and Lana and Smallville. Just go bye-bye. Just take it out of your arsenal. It needs to go. Uh, the Black Siren, I, I had not seen her look like that since Supernatural, so that was a 
wow, okay, I forgot. She's always been attractive, but like, oh, okay, yeah. The action was good, good choreographed as, as usual. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get into some of these other repercussion issues later on since they're going to be the flashbacks of the season. The episode was, you didn't start off like how last season started off like, oh yeah, Arrow's back to, yeah, I'm back season one, season two, Arrow. This is kind of, uh, let's see where it goes before I make a judgment call. All right, well, Gunner, what did you think about it? I saw it. I liked it. It didn't hold my attention. Here's why, I guess. Uh, there was there was just some holes. Like it was like okay, we flashed back to the island so many times and found out so many paths to the point where yeah, it started to get played out until last season, of course, with Dolph Lundgren. I'm like okay, the island, I get it, I like it. Again, mm-hmm. now it's like oh, we're flashing. There's nothing to flash back to the island boat to anymore because we already kind of. That, you know, met each other in time here. And then now it's like, oh, we're flashing back to that moment that, you know, we just skipped over last season. Okay, whatever. Everybody's alive except for extraneous character that was in like three episodes spanning two shows. And then Thea, who was basically, like you said, basically written off in a coma. And then here's Felicity. I guess they, they've already tried to shoot her off, and then I'm sure fans said something, and then here she is again. You know, what are they going to do without their computer whiz? And I do have to say something about dude's hair. I am really confused about how one T-Sphere guy, <laughs> Mr. Terrific, <laughs> can braid his hair that fast. I had a friend of mine that said Kid Flash comes and braids his hair, but now I'm not so sure because Kid Flash hair is straight now, so who knows what he's doing. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm done with the black characters and their hair situation. I think it's just like, let's just throw it all out there and see what the fans say. I don't know. Um, this season, I'm skeptical. I don't know, man. Diggle got PSD, might shave it all off at some point. Who knows? I don't know. I, I give up. So I give up on the hair thing. <laughs> you got black characters. I'll just be happy. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'm fine. That's what they want. Hey, what more do you want? Then. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical of this episode. I think the flashbacks are going to be weird because now it's like really the present. You know what I mean? What, six months ago or whatever it was? No. Right. I did like yeah. the little quick, I did like the little quick little cameo or whatever you want to call it um, to on Flash where I was like, what? Huh? You see this new headline? You know, while they were in couples therapy. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, you see this I headline? It felt like that was like a, again, really? Like, kind of a look? <laughs> because that's the exact look I had when I saw the end of that episode. I was like, Arrow, and I'm like, really? We did this already. Isn't that the same shot and the same angle that we saw <laughs> in season three or four? I don't remember which one now. Where's Where's Roy? Yeah, Roy's Fine. done. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring back Roy. He's gone. I don't know. Uh, I... Green and Lant- Green Arrow. I have never seen not a one episode of that, so I have no idea what's going on. But it was a good. It was a good listen. Um, Hold on, man. You're watching Supergirl and you're not watching Arrow. Arrow started the whole thing. I've, yeah, but I've never seen Arrow, and and you, you know, I'm supposed to be one day settling down and uh, putting on my Netflix and and doing a binge thing on on the Green Arrow thing. Because I, I heard it's good, I just haven't watched it though. Really? Um, All right, man. Go through one. Once you go through one, you will want to do two. Force yourself through three because I believe Flash is there, right? That's when we start seeing Up Flash. Up until that halfway point, three is good though. It's like right until the climb, then it starts getting a bit dicey, and then Bingo. the second half of it ends. Is yeah. But the first half is really good. And season four has stuff that's important that happens, but it's not an overall good season. Like, the most mm-hmm. important thing is just introducing a better character who shows up, Legend of Tomorrow, which actually makes that season a lot better. But season five is awesome, and it's my favorite of the whole bunch. And, yeah, it's, like, well worth watching season five after suffering through season four. Oh, whoa, over season two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. I like the flashbacks. Season, season five is better. Five. Yeah. 
the flashbacks were better. Like, I liked the whole island thing, but I was already tired of it. But yeah, I'll give you that on the flashbacks. But, wow, no. And I, I never really liked that whole know. Deathstroke and Oliver being buddies. This one was like, who the heck is Prometheus? And, you know, all this stuff. He's just like, all right, this is, this is what I'm here for. So, yeah. All right. So let's move on. We've got a new show, not a new show, but a, a returning show starting back on Sunday. It's The Walking Dead. Rick and his crew and Ezekiel and the Kingdom and Maggie and her crew are going to bring all-out war to Negan. What do you guys want to see this season in Walking Dead? And how will it be better than last season? If you had any problems with it, because I know some of y'all did. Last season was slow. I was like, yo, when is this happening? <laughs> That's all I was saying. Last season was slow. I'm like, when is this happening? This is like, so there's three episodes. I'm sitting here like, oh, oh my gosh, I am so good right now. <laughs> yeah, that, you, you know, now that you brought that out, there were some really slow like, episode with nothing happened. Right. Like, it was like Dragon Ball Z when, like, everybody's just staring at each other for, like, five episodes. I'm like, yo! Yeah. You know, somebody might have get chomped, that chomped down. So. You know, and then that was it. And at, at season, yeah. it, was, it was season six or season seven. I think we're in season eight now. Huh? Which season? I think it's in season eight. Okay. Internet. So we're pretty used to people getting chomped down by this point. So, like, if you offer us a one chomping, it's right. Like, you see what I mean? It's like right. Yeah, okay. Like you know, yeah. it's got to be more. Like some things got to, you know, things have to happen. Um. So I agree with that totally. There were some really rough patches, man. When you had to, you had to power through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, shoot. I, and rely on your relationship to the show to bring you through. Never, never fear the walking dead bad. But at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's a low bar. <laughs> it was some slow moments. And I think the, the only reason why you get through those moments on this show and not the other show is because you, you, you know the characters. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like the other one, you never, to me, you never really got a chance to, uh, get in on the character. Like, like there was, there was no building to, 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 to like them. Like, like when you watch them, um, move, when they move to the farm and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. they, you, you got a chance to kind of like the characters. And this one kind of moved like, you know, like I remember the dude being a drug addict in, in one episode, and the next episode he was clean. And I'm like, hold on, this dude was living in an abandoned church. Like when you when you live in an abandoned building and get high in an abandoned building, you have really you're you're really near the bottom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you when you got out your house and lived someone lived somewhere else to get high. That you have a problem at that point, um, and and I don't care how many people come to life after they're dead, you're not going to kick that habit in a day. <laughs> he was so, to rehab and had some pills for him. Right. Somewhere, so, and, I, and I think that's the difference between Fear of the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead because you kind of you kind of know our characters, you know, um, Rick, uh, Carl, and. And to be honest with you, Carl be taking a beat. Yeah. <laughs> like some of those characters really take a beating. Um and you know, but you 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 know, it's it's always they never at some point you know they're not gonna let you down. It's gonna be something good. Right. And you know, so I'm I'm looking forward to this season of uh, you know, I'm curious to see, uh, you know, how they get this this Negan dude off off their backs, and and you know, and especially the the, the people that turn their backs on them, um, and uh, you know that the group that group uh, in the junkyard, yeah, tall yeah. weird, tall weird bird looking yeah. girl, 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with them. So, yeah, I think I think this will be I think this will be another good season. I'm, I'm like I said, uh, and I hope it doesn't start off like great and then die down. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But we were last season. We were looking for that scene. I mean, this is what I started reading the comics, right? So I was like, yo, where is it happening? Oh, my God, they're so far off. I'm never watching this show until they get to D.C. Okay, now we're here. Let's go watch it. So, yeah, I was down. I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, I think I remember mentioning that on uh, the show, on the uh, television show. But the uh, – Lonnie, I'm going to piggyback up on you, man, because I agree. If you stick with – you know the characters or you see the characters, so it's like anticipation of that character coming out or – or Rick actually coming back, you know what I mean, from being despaired or whatever. And mm-hmm. but the problem with Fear the Walking Dead is yes, we don't know these people and they're just like running through the plot or their their character and risking their character development for a plot. I don't know, but they're also bad actors. Like <laughs> they they invested in good actors for the actual Walking Dead because there's a comic book off of it. You know, the classic comic book off of it. I get that. They needed to invest in those characters. Remember when it was black and white? That, that They weren't trying to make this an art form, right? So mm-hmm. this thing, The Fear of the Walking Dead, is like a knee-jerk reaction. To, I don't know why they did this thing. But they really rushed it. They're rushing the plot, and they rushed probably casting as well. These people are not good actors. So I'm not interested in these people either. When you have character development with great actors, you got Walking Dead, you got The Wire, you got, you know, great shows like this, right? But Fear the Walking Dead, I don't even know why it's still on. Okay. It's like, yeah. Oh, oh, every, and, and this is something that kind of gets out there a lot. Anytime there is a show or a movie that has, like, kind of a focus on, let's say, teenagers, we always mm-hmm. say, oh, it's bad acting, but we don't ever think, all right, how often have we really sat around teenagers, especially if we don't have kids? Now, most of us on a metro ride can't stand being around teenagers. So anytime you have a focus on teenagers, you're like, oh, it's bad acting, but it might just be, I can't stand teenagers, so why is it still on my television? And I think, cause like the dude who plays uh, uh, Nick, it's like, oh, he was Voldemort on, uh, was it Harry Potter? It's like, no, oh, he wasn't bad in that. He's he's playing an annoying drug addict. They're like, my gosh, you are so annoying. The girl is a super annoying teenager. Like, hey, I'm bored, so let me go talk to the random dudes who are going to steal our boat. That sounds really stupid. But if you've listened to te- oh, some of these teenagers, you know, on their speakerphone, they say some dumb stuff. So it might not be she bad acting. We just don't like teenagers. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm on the Metro, I'm hearing this stuff, and I'm laughing at them, at the kids, because I'm like, oh, you're going to learn one day. These are writers that are writing this, that are adults. So maybe, I, you know what, I'll, 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 I'll thread the needle here, Jay. Let's say you're right here, right? <laughs> so, you know, I hate teenagers. Cool. They're writing for teenagers. Get it. Cool. Who's writing this? adults writing as teenagers which we all know is never a good thing you see what i mean like that's where i'm like something yeah. something in the writing is not right either but i'll yeah i see that Jeff. i see that okay Jeff. still the worst example of somebody who's trying to write for kids was yeah a, was a justice league war where war. shazam was uh, yep terrible. oh god terrible. and that kid episode let's go on to the big screen now because I came across something that was just laughable to me. So in an interview with BBC, J.J. Abrams says, for episode nine, I'm going to take the Star Wars franchise elsewhere. And and this is one of the quotes. Well, it's certainly something that I'm aware of now working on episode nine, coming back into the world after having done episode seven. I feel like we need to approach this with the same excitement that we had when we were kids, loving what these movies were. So my question is, how did you make Episode Seven Star Wars if you wanted to do something elsewhere? And is The Last Jedi going to be so good that he feels challenged to do something different? Or because he took all the complaints to heart? Lonnie, what do you think, man? I don't know. I don't, I don't, 
I'm hoping that the you know it would be nice if the last Jedi was was that good. <laughs> um, I saw the trailer. I don't know if I was that hyped over it. Um, especially compared to the uh, the uh, the Black Panther trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but these directors are cra- they're crazy, anyways. Like every time I hear some director talking about you know this that I I don't know are they produced like is the director the the the, the boss is there a producer like over the director. The- the producer is the person that's helping to make everything run smoothly. The director is the one that has the vision, and he's supposed to work, or he or she's supposed to work with the producer to get the final product out. Now, you'll see sometimes, like with recent Star Wars movies, the director clashes with the producers, and the director goes because they can't get along with the producers. So they have to kind of work in lockstep to put this film together and get it to where they need to be. And it's, sometimes it's just the power struggle, the producer's out. And sometimes the director is looking for a new gig, which is what we've seen happen with Han Solo. Speaking of which, by the way, that reminded me, the name for the Han Solo spinoff movie is called Solo, A Star Wars Story. Do you come up with anything remotely more interesting? If, was a, if this based on a one-off, it's kind of like how Rogue One was a Star Wars story. But yeah, Rogue One sounds badass. Cool. I mean, it's like, yeah, no, that's, so the title is just like, I'm here. I mean, how about Scoundrel? I mean, Scoundrel would work, right? Maybe even Fluffy Nerf heard it. But Solo is boring. I mean, Man, the Millennium Falcon Chronicles would have been better. That would have been sweet. I mean, dude, you've got yeah. so many better ideas in two seconds. I mean, can you imagine they were actually having people in a roundtable discussion in Solo and Star Wars stories, the one they agreed on? Lonnie brought up something that definitely had me hyped up the second I've seen it, and he also reminded me that I've watched it so many times on my phone, I haven't watched it on a bigger screen. The Black Panther trailer. Fellas, this thing, I cannot wait until February. I'm so glad that we're now in the sweet spot of the year. Or we've got Thor, we've got Justice League, we've got The Last Jedi, because it's going to make that wait a little bit more bearable. But, man, January is going to be the longest month ever. This trailer yes. is crazy. I mean, we've got, we've got <laughs> Michael B. Jordan turning into Le- Black Leopard, and we've got Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther diving out of jets, hopping on the jeep, disarming him with some, with some T-spears. The thing was (laughs) off the wall. I mean, I was like, yo, I was already excited for this movie, but now I'm like, yo, I need to see this movie yesterday. I mean, this thing, uh, I don't think there, you could, unless they do a a magical job of making a great trailer for a movie that completely sucks, unless they manage to do something like that, I think we all know this looks like it's going to be a really good movie. It looks like, I mean, this one is like how uh, you said, Fear the Walking Dead didn't have a good cast. This one has a good cast. And they put the time and effort into putting, like, those guys are like, all right, Michael B. Jordan looks like he's about to do some things. Like, okay. Oh, we're about to have, like, a Black Panther, somebody, another guy, fight scene. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we got, we're, we're going down shooting on, we're going on cars, flipping around. I mean, it's like, oh, wow. Okay, uh, can, can we sign up on that now? I mean, I know this whole, the last Jedi trailer looked really good, but you're like, yeah, I saw that last movie, so I'm a little hesitant. But mm-hmm. this one, you're like, I saw the intro of Black Panther and Captain, Captain America Civil War, and he was bad tail. So then now you got a whole movie on him, and he looks like the man. You're like, yeah, I'm signing me up on that. Yeah. Completely All right, Johnny, go for it. What do you think? Man, you already know what I think, man. I was already down with the first trailer. This trailer, first of all, all right, it's all about the editing. So a lot of times, too, I'm sure they had a lot of great material to edit with. Um, big ups to the editor. He's apparently a friend of mine's cousin, so there you go. Um, and But the Star Wars trailer, yeah, it was cool, but, you know, it's fine. You know, it's it's fine to, 
it'll do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's Star Wars. What else are they going to do? They're, they're living off the hype. That's fine. But this guy, this, 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 oof. Man, listen. You got Michael B. Jordan. His dad was Bose with Clayton and Panther and Leopard outfits. That's what else do I need? I'm good. Then you got, I yeah. mean, the casting is amazing. This action packed trailer is like, okay. And we know it's Marvel. And we know it's Black Panther. We know there's going to be more than just what we've seen in this trailer to kick ass with. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I can honestly skip Star Wars, dare I say it. And if I ever had the choice, if I had to make the choice, I'm going with Black Panther. That's it. All right, Chief. That, that was a bold statement. What do you think about that? <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, but that Titan scene where she was doing oh, yeah. the staff, and she was yeah. red, I was like, what? I was like, what? I can't wait. Yeah, that just, I want to see that scene alone. It's, it's going to be one of those, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a humdinger of a good time. Humdinger. Wow. Humdinger. Never mind. Yeah, I got to dust that one off. One of my buddies <laughs> who uh, actually went to Comic Con, he said they showed them another fight scene that blew away the Civil War fight scene. And that, and it wasn't like the big finale moment of the movie. I mean, just from the, from the scene they saw, it was like, yeah, this is kind of like in the middle of the movie. And they were like, this fight scene's crazy. So if that's not even the best fight scene, and we haven't, you know, from what I've seen, from what they described, we haven't seen that in the trailer yet. This movie's going to have some crazy fight scenes to go along with some outstanding acting and some actual real black flavor into it. So, man. Yeah, man. We might get some Crouching Tiger fight scenes, like, for real. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that already. Yeah. The first one. I'm the first really, one. The first yeah, one. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know how I could get more excited for it, but I am, and I am very much ready for this movie. So, yeah. Embargo has lifted on Thor Ragnarok reviews, and early buzz on the streets is it's amazing, awesome, maybe one of Marvel's best movies. That's good news because Thor has always been kind of like the black sheep of the Avengers Trinity in terms of box office success. So if everybody's already raving about this, and if this movie's good, let's say that it actually has a Black Panther trailer or teaser. How excited are you for Ragnarok now? I'm fairly excited, mainly for what you just said, the teaser. I'm like, is there going to be a Black Panther teaser? All right, I'll watch it. Thor Sorry, Thor's already lost me, so what do you want? <laughs> okay. Thor's oh, really? movie was one of those, was really cool. I mean, like when you saw Asgard, that was like the really bright colors. That was really cool. Then that second movie took it in that weird, hazy color, dark, uh, you know, one of your uh, Instagram filters. It was like, eh, oh, this isn't as cool. Oh, it's kind of silly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I could do without saying this one again. This new one looks like, okay, you got a fun, a Hulk, Hulk smash, uh, uh, Valkyrie looks cool. I mean, like, it looks like it's going back kind of at the otherworldly Marvel universe that, I mean, if we're going to go to Infinity Wars, we kind of need to get back to. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, too. So I'm like, okay, this, this looks promising. But again, uh, I'll go back to, if I, if I got to skip that in Star Wars to see Black Panther, Sacrifices had to be made. I'm still tripping off an Instagram filter. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it I did have to be Thanks to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, that I think back about it. It was grainy. It was, yeah. Um, I think, you know, what I, when I watched that thing, uh, I was happy that the Hulk, I thought, because, you know, they, you know, they when they first showed the first trailer or whatever, it looked like he was going to battle the Hulk and, you know, in some kind of arena, and it didn't, you know, mm-hmm. in my mind, I thought that might have been the only appearance of the Hulk. But it looks like, you know, it'll be, you know, the Hulk is throughout this movie. And um, mm-hmm. that is one great thing um, I think that's going to be. Like, I think a Thor, I think Thor needs... 
other characters. Um, like he's he's done two movies on his own, and they've been alright. I mean, the first one was, eh. the second one was nah. But I, I and I think that's probably what's missing from Thor is that as popular like Iron Man uh, really hit and became popular, um, and you know the the spinoff of, of of different characters from from the Avengers or whatever. But I think. Like they never really made like the last Hulk movie um was decent. That first one was like Hulk was fifty feet tall. I don't know what they were trying to do with that. But that last Sorry. one was decent with uh <laughs> right and with Norton. uh Ed Norton. Oh, we don't oh God. Oh, you meant Hulk. Like not the Hulk with this new Marvel stuff. You meant the terrible Right. Daddy terrible. issues Hulk. Ang Ang um, yeah, it was like a comic book, but it was a movie. But anyways, yeah. So, um, and so they, you know, they never really gave this guy his own, yeah. his own movie. Um, so I mean, I think that Thor needs to, to be Thor needs a, other people in the movie that to help it, help it along. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the Hulk is is perfect for this. I think. Um, because I enjoy the Hulk. I enjoy watching him in the Avenger movies, for you know, for sure. Um, when I watch an Avenger movie, that's really kind of my favorite character to watch, um, more so than than really any other other characters. Because you know, I grew up on the Hulk when I was young. It, you know, it was uh, Luke Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. You know, no Thor. There was no Thor movie out or no Iron Man thing going on, and and Spider Man mm-hmm. was on the company. I don't even know if you guys remember that. I remember that. Um, yeah. And, uh, so, so that's kind of how, you know, when you were a kid, you, you kind of grew up on those two, and I've always had love for the Hulk. So when I watch, you know, when I watch the Avengers, I, you know, I'm more so gravitate towards, you know, the Hulk or whatever. Um, and plus, he seems to always have the funniest scene. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I thought this, I thought this movie was definitely going to need something else and uh you know when i looked at it i was like okay yeah um i'm glad they did a team up because if you think about the last movie with loki in it um it made the movie better to me when they got together you know what i mean like after after they totally came agree. Out, yeah totally agree yeah and um I, I i i thought you know those those scenes with him in it were were better than his his solo scenes without him, and, you know, just me. But I, I thought so. I think <laughs> Thor kind of needs a little another character in there to carry him. Yeah, I'm with not that, that it's bad movies, but I think they just need they need that extra to make them good movies. I think they they're okay movies, but I think this I think this this will be a good one. I think Ragnarok will be a, a good movie. So yeah, man. So you're the you're the you're the expert here. Um, hopefully, is there going to be a? I'm I'm not to be honest with you, and I you know I I I'm not going to flock to Justice League if Superman has a big part in it. If he has a big part, a bit, a, you know, he's just in there for a hot uh, second. Um, because you know they've been careful, be they've been careful not to show him. Yeah. Um, and like there's, there's getting some hints, like you see, uh, Alfred talking to somebody, and it always made me think he was talking to Superman, but they never show mm-hmm. the person he's talking to. Right. And, um, uh, but I don't, I don't want to see the movie, per se, if there's no Superman in it. I, I just. You can't have Justice League without Superman. I mean, this is like the, yeah. this is like the no surprise, surprise. It's just how you know, they do it. Yeah. Right. But I'm going to be pissed if he doesn't show up to the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie. You know yeah. What I mean? No, I dig like, it. He better be in that joint for at least an hour in that black yeah, like, suit. He needs to be in that black suit with the long hair. If I don't see any of that. I think y'all pissed. are going to be disappointed. I, I think y'all are going to be disappointed. <laughs> just hold him out. Yeah. They're like going to have them form the league. Start fighting Steppenwolf because they're gonna fight him kind of individually. Yeah, and they're all gonna come together, and then he's gonna whoop them. And right when it's like 
yo, we can't beat this dude. I think Superman's going to come back and be like, yes, together we can beat him. Now, the real question I have with this Justice League movie is if they're going to take advantage of, like, I mean, because they've done an amazing job of not showing Superman too much. And it's been like, hey, is he back? Nope. Ah, that was just a dream. Gotcha. But I'm curious if they're going to try to work in somebody else. Because I feel like this is the time where even if it's just, like, showing somebody with the Green Lantern ring, we're going to see which one is mm-hmm. it checking out Earth and watching the scene and then kind of like all's good here, I'm going back to Oa, just to tease because I feel like this is a big spotlight that is kind of like led, you know, this is a big moment that these three previous DC movies have led up to. And so they're going to have all kinds of eyes on it with Josh Whedon involved and you know he loves to tease stuff that's coming later. I think this Mm -hmm. is a perfect opportunity to be like, all right, here's Here's a Green Lantern, or even if we show Stephen Amell on a rooftop watching everything. I mean, like, how crazy would that be? Like, Arrow. Oh, oh, God. They got it. I mean, that would be crazy. So I hope they do just something unexpected. And I think they've done such a great job hiding Superman's role in the movie that they've got to have one more surprise up their sleeve. So hopefully that's the case. Yeah, I'm hoping the end credit scene is like Ivan Surge ship just crashing and the ring floating away. That's all I need. Hey, hey, I'm good. Man, we, we've already got <laughs> we've already got Green Lantern in this universe. We've got Ryan Reynolds already. Not in this very universe. That's like saying Hulk. Uh-uh, I believe uh-uh. Hulk is the Hulk. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. We know Ed Norton's Hulk was the Hulk of all Hulk. He yeah. He was. I, I, I'm, I'm still like, he's my favorite all of, of all the guys outside of Luke right now. Ditto. To do it. And Absolutely. Still Yeah. Still Yeah, Thanks again for tuning in and joining in with me tonight. And uh, hopefully we'll have another fun show next week. Till then, this episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.